Welcome into another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by Film Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you morons get your podcast. <clears throat> Aaron's got some business that he is attending to, and uh, I search day and night for guests, and um, scheduling did not line up with my guest. So, you get blessed with just me. I know, gross, just Kyler, but <clears throat> we'll make the best of it. So, um, I got some good topics today. Um, I want to talk about some uh, mandates that have been list- lifted in the wonderful state of Texas that I reside in. Um, Aaron's not a big list guy. I am. So, I got some lists for us, <clears throat> as well as my uh, ingenuity, if that makes any sense. It'll make sense. I'll explain. So first, before we do anything, if you want to buy merch, me or Aaron, message us on Snapchat, Kyler underscore Durham 21, Aaron Cross 15. We'll send you uh, designs, basically kind of whatever you want, in in P on anything. We'll give you a pricing for it. We'll get you your merch out. Let us know. Also, Vandergriff Monument. You or loved one have lo- or you have lost a loved one recently, or you know someone that has the the funeral process and the burial process and the greeting process is very hard. Um, I lost my grandma in 2000, uh, 2014, and that's seven years ago. It's been very very hard because my grandma was like my best friend. Spent a lot of time with my grandma, <clears throat> but getting a headstone and stuff like that and getting all those affairs in order can be difficult. Going to Vandergriff Monument to get a headstone, they make it a very easy process. Great stone, great people, great work, and they are patient with you and they work with you. So, if you need to buy a headstone, Vandergriff Monument in Denison, Texas, tell them Aaron or Kyler sent you. All right, like I say all the time, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this. So, the state of Texas has lifted the mask mandate um, basically requiring you to wear a mask to go into places. And the social distancing, uh, that's what I'm looking for here, uh, policies? I don't know. Basically six foot of social distance, and you have to have, you know, you can only, uh, restaurants and places like that can only have a number of, of patrons, a number of customers in their store at a time. I work at Red Lobster. We have every other table marked off. So instead of having 54 tables, we have 27. That's supposed to be active. I think, I think that is supposed to the the ban is supposed to be lifted. I believe Wednesday. What would that be? The I don't know. The ninth, the tenth, March tenth is when that mask mandate and social distancing mandate is supposed to be lifted in Texas. And Greg Abbott announced this at a Mexican restaurant in Lubbock. And I'm not gonna get political, like super political here. I'm just gonna say. I'm not an advocate of Greg Abbott. I don't think Greg Abbott's horrible. I don't think Greg Abbott Greg Abbott is great. But I do think that this is stupid. Stupid. So one of the reasonings that I read for making this decision was to help the economy. I get it. I understand. That makes that makes perfect sense to me. You gotta do what you can to help your state economy. I get it. Another reason that I read was was because the number of cases 
were down. Use your brain. Why would the number of cases be down over the past month? What happened in Texas over the last month? Oh yeah, freaking Ice Age, Snowmageddon, and nobody could go anywhere. So for a week and a half, if you did have COVID, you didn't go to the doctor, you didn't have it reported, it wasn't a listed case, and nobody could go anywhere to spread it. So of course, yeah, cases went down a lot in a week and a half. They, from what I saw, they had spiked in January. Like, they had hit pretty high in January. And Texas is still at, like, 200 deaths a day, which, in my opinion, is a lot. And they're going to lift mask mandates and open back up restaurants to 100%. I, I think that you will see an insane rise in cases over the next month in Texas because of this. And whenever scientists and medical professionals are saying that this is not a good idea and that you need to continue to wear your mask, you need to continue to social distance, I don't know about all all of you guys, all you people listening, but I like to think that I, I, I don't, but I'd like to think that I use my brain a good amount of the time. Usually I don't. Usually I wear my ass as a hat, but... <laughs> um, and I, I don't care what people say about it. I don't care what ridicule I get. I'm going to continue to wear my mask. If it's in public, at work, and I'm not the only person that I work with that has said this. One of my managers, I said it to him the other day, and he just said, I am too. And he said, you know, when I'm out there with, with people talking to him, I'm wearing my mask. Um, I'm going to continue to take precautions that I need to take. And I know to a lot of younger people or, you know, not even necessarily younger people. It's mainly older people, which doesn't make any sense to me. It's it's more conservative, you know, where we live. And I, I don't, like I've said before, I don't try to sway one way or another. Or I don't, I don't have a political aff- affiliation. If I did have a political affiliation, if I did, I do tend to lean. And if this turns you off, I'm sorry. I do tend to lean a little more towards the conservative Republican side of things, but. I think they are so awful and so evil that I could never be in with them because there are things about the leftist um, views and leftist ideas and the democratic agenda that I agree with. I agree with the Bernie Sanders, everyone should have health care. I agree with that. I have health care and I can't even go to the doctor. How much sense does that make? I have medical insurance and I can't go to the doctor. I owe like almost $1,000 in medical bills, which to a lot of people, that's not a lot. To me, that is. Oh, well, $1,000 in medical bills that were supposed to be covered just to go to the doctor. It cost me $600 to, to initially go to the doctor and get a COVID test. Now they're giving them out free. But initially, that was a year ago, and I'm still trying to pay a little bit as I, as, that I can because I'm also trying to pay off college. I also have bills I pay. I also have car payments and, you know, that, that kind of stuff, obligation things I have to pay every month. So right now where I'm at, I can't even go to the doctor which is horrible. If I got sick, which I have been sick. I've been sick over the last two episodes. You could hear it in my voice. You probably can still hear it. I'm not going to the doctor. I, I can't afford to go to the doctor. So that whole, you know, with that, that there are some ideas um, about the left that I agree with 100%. But then there's stuff with the right that I agree with 100%. They're just so corrupt, in my opinion, and so money-hungry and will do anything to gain a dollar that I can't ever put myself in that category. And then with the left, they've got their own issues too that I could never put myself in either. 
So, but I'll, I assume from people of the right, I will be ridiculed for, why are you still wearing a mask? That mandate got lifted. Because I have children at home. Because I visit my 79 and 70, I think she's 76, and 76 year old grandmother. And I'm not going to be an idiot like all of you people. And when you, when you 51 year old boomers go and visit your parents, you kill them because you're a carrier of COVID and you weren't, but then you stop wearing a mask and you stop taking precaution and you stop being smart precautions that you weren't going to take anyway, but you were forced into doing basically you were forced into being smart and trying to slow this curve and you go kill your parents. I'm not killing my grandparents and my kids. I'm doing everything I can to keep them safe. I've got three young kids. I have a newborn baby or newborn. I got almost a five month baby and a five-year-old and a three-year-old with lower immune systems. Not going to get them sick. I visit my grandparents a lot. Not going to get them sick. So, and like I said, it's not even for me. I don't really care. I mean, as far as for me, I don't really care. I can wear a mask. I can not wear a mask. I don't really care. That's not a big deal to me. You telling me I, I need to wear a face covering, not a big deal. There are people all over the Middle East, women, forced, forced to cover their bodies, face, everything. And then they come to America. And because they, don't, they know no different, they continue to do it because it is a part of their culture. Never question it. We have to cover our faces and we throw a big hissy fit and cry and complain about keeping people safe. So I think it's a bad idea. I'm going to listen to the scientists. I'm going to listen to the doctors that say, hey, wear a mask and social distance. Don't do this. Don't be an idiot. I'm not going to listen to politicians who are trying to get reelected and who are trying to make their numbers, their economic numbers look better. Um, I disagree with Greg Abbott. I don't understand what the thinking is there. I don't get it. I know there's a lot of people that do understand there's some older people. There's there's an older lady at work that was very excited about it. One of my tables, this old lady was sitting there, and she showed me the the post that she saw about it on Facebook where old people get their news now um, about it. And I I told her, I was like, I'm going to continue to wear a mask. And she says, why? I said, because I have children that I'm not going to get sick, you know. And she understood. She was like, oh, that makes that makes sense. And I said, yeah. I said, it's not, you know, it's not just about one individual. It's about keeping other people safe. And you know, until like, I think 6.3% of Texans have the vaccine. That's low. <laughs> and of course that, that will increase over the next month, month and a half. That all, that number will go up to 25%, closer to 30, but you still got 70% of the population that's unprotected. So I, I think Texas is trying to jump the gun. And also my manager that I spoke to about it, um, he said that he thinks that it, it this decision was made because because Florida has been getting a lot of news for different COVID stuff and that Texas wants to hop back into the the uh, the country's news, which I completely and I agree with that. That makes sense. But there's my political rant. Um, yeah, I, I've said before that if I had to pick, you know, if I had to pick a party, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I have conservative views. I've got liberal views. Um, I like certain Republican, uh, sort of looking for politicians, I guess. I like certain Democratic politicians. I hate certain Republican politicians. I hate certain Democratic politicians. 
Um, just to throw it out here, I'm just telling you what I think. I, I don't like Ted Cruz. I never have liked Ted Cruz at all. I don't like Kamala Harris. Can't stand her. I love Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang was, Aaron always says, guy that tried to get rid of the penny. Yeah, because it makes no sense. You're spending money pumping out a coin that no one uses. Just round stuff back up or round stuff back down and just get rid of get rid of stuff that you don't need. You're spending money at the Federal Reserve making making stuff you don't need. That, I mean, his, that's economically smart, and his views on automa- automation are genius. I like Andrew Yang. And then on the right, um, I think it's Chris Christie. I like Chris Christie. Can't stand Marco Rubio. I mean, I'm not a huge <laughs> Not really at all. I don't really like Joe Biden. So there are people, the Alexandria, Ortega, whatever, the AOC. I like her. Beto, the uh, ran for Texas senator on the, on the Democratic ticket. I like Beto. What he did, he's going to change his last name to try and pull the Hispanic vote. I think that's stupid. But, I mean, whenever people in Texas are freezing, AOC, Alexandria, and uh, Beto, they showed up to help at Houston uh, homeless shelters and, um, I guess, food pantries, like food banks or whatever. They showed up to help, and Ted Cruz and Greg Abbott were nowhere to be found, you Republicans. So I value stuff like that. I I value, do you help us? Do you help the little person? Do you help, you know, the people that you're supposed to be helping, the people you're supposed to serve, your job? Do you do your job? I don't care what political affiliation you are. Do I think you have good morals and a good a good compass? And I'm not saying good morals. Do I think you're in a good direction and you're doing what you think is best for the populace? I'm going to go with you. That's who, that's where I stand. I don't really care what party you're affiliated with. I think they should they should move into a third party system. I really really do. But I mean, you've got you've got the libertarians and the green party and stuff like that. Those are just whatever. But the, like a strong third party, I wouldn't be against that. The one that's right in the middle, that would be the party that I would lean towards as well and vote for. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. All right, so now that I've talked about that for 15 minutes, sorry, Aaron. Aaron hates when I talk politics, and it's absolutely hilarious because I don't say, I don't try to say anything that like would deter anyone. He's the one that's knocked Trump way more than I have. But and we both made fun of Joe Biden. See, there you go. We make fun of both parties. That's what I'm saying. Is like I don't try to be, you know, lean one way or the other. I'm rough on both of them. I don't like either of them. Both parties suck. So, so um, I have a topic here that I wanted to talk about. It's a list. I love lists. The 15 worst products since 2013. And then I've got a product that I've talked about for about two or three years. And I've only told a couple people. I don't think I've ever told Aaron. I don't think I've ever told Brittany. I think I've only told my dad and like my brother. And they both they both told me I was a moron. But, so, alright. First, uh, do I want to talk about my product first? Yeah, I'll talk about my my product first. So, my product was, and this could be very dangerous, obviously, and it would obviously not be intended for children. And it's not just catered towards men either, and I'll explain that in a second. So, if you're a hairy man like me, you have a difficult time, um, not necessarily shaving, 
right now I'm basically growing a beard because I just refuse to shave. I hate shaving. It takes so much time. I could cut myself. I just don't like it. I feel rough after. Like it just causes me to have you know my face to be rough. I don't like shaving. And then also, I'm a hairy boy. I'm a hairy boy. That's why we've talked about Veet on here a lot. Because I use Veet. It's a Nair product. Not a sponsor. I wish they would be. Give me some free Veet. I use Veet every now and then. I'll Nair my, my chest, my shoulders, um, my legs a little bit. You know, like thighs and stuff like that. My very nice meaty thighs. Sometimes my cheeks. But um, I'll have to Nair because I'm, I'm, I'm very hairy and... She said she doesn't care, but I know Brittany does not want me to be very hairy. It's gross. And I know that I'm, I'm sure there are women that love their man to be like a gorilla. And I'm sure there are women that want their, their men to be silky smooth like Justin Bieber. That's what Brittany wants. She wants to be silky smooth like Justin Bieber. You can see my beautiful face. I don't have hair all over it. And there's not bumps all over my body and razor burn. So you could use Nair. You could go get a wax. Using Nair, you can burn your skin. I have. Getting a wax hurts like hell. When shaving takes a lot of time, and you can cut yourself, and I'm just going to say this. I really hope Brittany doesn't listen to this. I have a very hairy ain. My butt, hairy. Worst part of my body. Absolutely disgusting. So when I have to take care of that part, if, you don't, if, if I don't shave my butt, it turns into Colin Kaepernick's afro. It's nasty. Then I go to wipe... Then when I'm in the shower, I'm pulling out berries of dingle. It's nasty. So I like to keep my butt clean as well, which I don't do a good job because I don't want to cut my butt. You know, if you, I've, I've had razor, uh, a razor cut on my exit hole, and it, it's not pleasant. One of, the most, one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. I've had a paper cut between my fingers. That was worse. Having a cut, having a razor cut there was worse. Because every time I went to the bathroom, it was terrible. So my product is, it's basically like, not a sleeve, but like, basically you lay, so if you're going to do your face, if you're going to shave just your cheeks, you can mold this around your face, this product, whatever it is, and then you activate it. And it's got small, tiny microfiber razors that shave to the skin, doesn't cut, shaves to the skin your face. And you put, you got like, you can put your own shaving cream in it or whatever, and it will put that stuff, that shaving cream or whatever, on your face, and it will shave it itself. Then you put water in it. It'll, it'll cleanse your face. You do this in the shower. It'll cleanse your face. Then you can have like an aftershave product or something you want to put on it after. You do that, and it exfoliates and puts it into your skin. And this, this, this product you can put anywhere. So here's where it caters to women as well. Women shave their armpits, shave their legs. You can put it on your legs. You can put it on your armpits. Men swimmers michael phelps you want to shave your legs dog put it on your legs shave your legs be a hairless fish dude glide through the water men like me you want to uh take care of your your back part your uh like i said your exit hole you put it on there it forms to the it forms to the body and it shaves it pretty cool I, I, of course i have no idea how to create it I, I just want to make something more simple, a part of my life that I don't like. But yeah, it's for everyone. Women, you put it on your armpits. You don't have to cut your armpits anymore in the shower. You don't have to cut your leg, slash your leg, and almost bleed out in the shower. Just put that on. It shaves it for you. You're done. Obviously, no one's going to let that happen because it's going to put razor companies out of business. But all these razor companies, we got microfiber, blah, 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 and we've got this, and 
the closest shave ever, and then the next, and, and then a, a, a year later, the closest shave ever. Like, man, come on. So yeah, that's my product. It's like basically, uh, I don't, and I don't know how you'd even go about it, but something that can form to different parts of your body, and you might have to have different pieces and different sizes, or you could have like if it was like a, I don't know how you do it, it was like a, with like a putty, but like a putty that you can put and it sticks and it stays and it shaves, and you've got like a little like a little pot like a little part where you can pour in whatever shaving cream you want to put in it, and it'll like sponge it into your face and whatever, like exfoliating and water and stuff like that. And it cleanses it for you and it takes care of it because kind of like a mask, kind of like a mask, but it shaves you and you can put it anywhere, put it on your legs, put it on your butt, put it on your armpits, put it on your face. Obviously don't put it on your butt and put it on your face. That's kind of gross, but, or on your armpit and then put it on your face. That's kind of gross, but you get what I'm saying. And it caters to everyone because everyone grows, not everyone, but a lot of people grow hair. And if you're a hairy boy like me, this is a perfect product. I just don't know how to do it. And please feel free. Steal my idea. Take my idea. Make it a reality. I want to shave like it's 2097. I want to shave like it's 80 years in the future, 70 years in the future. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. You don't have to shave your face. You don't have to shave anything. It shaves it for you. Don't have to use an air. Don't have to use a razor. Don't have to cut myself. Don't have to burn. That'd be great. All right. I have another product, but it's absolutely moronic. It's stupid. I'm, I really don't want to read it or even talk about it. But if I do this list and I feel like I can talk about it, I, w- I will. All right. So I have the, well, if I can get back to the site. Okay, well, now it's on Better Call Saul. <laughs> I've got the 15 worst product failures and flops from the past five years. This article is from November 16th, 2018, so since 2013. And I think this list goes from 1 to 15, so obviously we'll be going backwards, but this is from CheatSheet.com. The number one worst product from 2013 and forward, the Samsung Galaxy Note 7. The problem was product defect. Isn't this the, yeah, the smartphone's batteries were spontaneously like catching fire and blowing up. Yeah, I don't want to be talking on the phone and then not have my ear. I'm not trying to be a, a like a war veteran. Number two, ew, watermelon Oreos? The problem, a bad, flav- a bad flavor combination. Yeah, I imagine. A stroll down the cookie aisle at your local grocer will reveal Oreo and Chips Ahoy flavors you'd never expect, including Swedish fish and birthday cake. Some are reasonable, but nothing will, will be quite as weird as the limited edition watermelon Oreo. That's disgusting. If you had a watermelon Oreo and you enjoyed it, you're gross. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. That's nasty. I'm not a big watermelon fan anyway because the seeds kind of freak me out and the consistency is really gross. It's like I'm eating baby food. I'm not trying to eat Gerber. I want to enjoy a fruit. But that's gross. I'm not eating a watermelon. That's like getting a straw. Well, strawberry makes sense. It's like getting a... What's a disgusting fruit? Like a... Or vegetable. It's like having an avocado-flavored Oreo. That's gross. Number three. Google Glass. Problem. Didn't live up to consumer expectations. Google has created a lot of experimental tech, and plenty of it has found practical use. Google Glass was one of the most hyped products from Google headquarters. Millions of people were psyched to try it out. Unfortunately, it just didn't really work out. 
We'll see similar technology hit the market in the future, but Google Glass may have been ahead of its time. I'm sure. I guess it's just glasses. Yeah, glasses that use... A man wears Google Glass on a bike. Yeah, it's just glasses. It's Google Glasses. How often do you wear glasses? I wear glasses in the car. No, I don't, I don't even have a pair of glasses. I don't, I don't wear glasses. I wear those dumb glasses that Aaron makes fun of, but those are just like a fashion statement. He wouldn't understand. Yeah, who wears glasses? Who's buying Oakleys now? I haven't bought a pair of Oakleys in like seven years, eight years. Do you wear Oakleys? I'm serious. Who wears glasses? I don't. Glasses. Mm. HP touchpad. I wear a hat. Okay? It blocks out the sun just as well. Probably better. All right. HP touchpad. Number number four. The problems. Rush production and a poor operating system. Says you shouldn't half-ass things. HP learned this the hard way when it announced a product designed to rival the Apple iPad in 2011. The touchpad barely got off the ground, however. With flawed software, bad marketing, and many other disappointing factors, the touchpad is a case study for how not to create and release a tech product. Number five, the Nissan Murano Cross Cabriolet. I don't know what that is. The problem, expensive and ugly. It's always nice. Hey, where'd you get that car? Oh, it's a Nissan. Yeah, it's hideous. Do you remember the Nissan Murano? Whatever, Cross I can't pronounce the last word. This convertible SUV sold miserably before ending production in 2014. It looked like an angry clothing iron, according to auto expert Doug DeMuro, and it cost way too much at $48,000. Now, the Cross Cabriolet lands on several worst cars of all times list. Number six, the Amazon Fire Phone. The problem, high price, mediocre performance, and basic design. From drone deliveries to 3D printing, Amazon has wiggle room to experiment with tech, but its biggest failure so far may be the Fire Phone, which released alongside the Fire Tablet and bombed magnificently. Amazon took a $170 million loss, oh my god, the company's worst in years on the Fire Phone, and the mediocre product soon flamed out. See what they did there? Flamed out. It's clever. Yeah, I, dude, I, I, I've always just had an iPhone. I think iPhones are the best. They're just, you know, I, I'm used to it, basically. I'm very comfortable with an iPhone. I'm not trying a new phone. Number seven, the Nike Fuel Band. I remember these. I thought when they came out, they were dumb. The problem, crowded market. The world is saturated with fitness devices, and that includes all the Fitbits, Apple Watches, and, and Garmin's of the world. Nike also wadded into the fray with its Fuel Band, actually pioneering the concept to a degree. The Fuel Band lasted a while, but was put to bed after four years in 2014. The fitness tracker space proved to be too crowded, ultimately leading to the fuel band's death. I've never owned, like, a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or, like, you know, those Garmin, stuff like that. Like, I'm not spending $800 on a watch like that. If I'm going to buy a watch, like an expensive watch, I'm buying a Rolex. I don't have a Rolex. In the future, maybe. If I'm buying a really, really awesome watch, I'm not buying a Nike Fuel Watch or a Fitbit or something like that. I mean, if somebody wants to give me one, absolutely I'll take it. And if I don't like it, I'll I'll flip it on Amazon. (laughs) But but I'm not wearing that. It looks, I mean, I just think those are dumb. Now, the Apple Watch being able to text on it and being able to call and stuff, the Apple Watch to me is cool, but I'm not paying the price of a phone for a watch. Does that make sense? I, I just, I've, I've never been a big fan of those. It's, and it's just me. I mean, I'm sure there's people, Aaron has an Apple Watch, he freaking loves it. They're, I mean, they are cool. 
but not that's just not for me. Number eight, <laughs> Trump University. <laughs> the problem, false advertising. Oh, God. Trump University was founded in 2005 as a for-profit education company to teach people to make money in the real estate industry. However, dissatisfied students sued the now-defunct business, alleging it used deceptive sales and marketing practices to defraud students. In April 2018, Trump University settled the lawsuit for $25 million. So that probably didn't even exist anymore. Number nine, Burger King satisfies. The problem, making a healthy guilty pleasure. People eat fries because they're delicious, not because they're healthy. True. But Burger King tried to have it both ways and developed Satisfried. Satisfries. Reduced fat fries with fewer calories. The menu item didn't catch on after its 2013 debut, and BK phased out the fries less than a year later. Here's the thing. If I'm going to Burger King, well, if you know me, I'm a twink. I'm a skinny boy. I eat whatever. Luckily, I'm able to eat whatever I want and not gain a pound. If I'm going to McDonald's, or I'm going to Burger King, or I'm going to Taco Bell, my goal is not to eat healthy. My goal is to feel sick to my stomach in an hour and a half and possibly have diarrhea. My goal, <laughs> my goal is to eat like crap. I want some chicken fries. I want a Whopper. I want a large fry. I want a Coke. And I want to fuck crap in an hour. That's what I'm going to, to Burger King for. I'm not going to eat some low-calorie fries. Don't do that. No, you're... As, as LeVar Ball says, stay in your lane. Your lane is top two diabetes and fattening America. That's your lane. Dominate it. Stay there. Don't, don't try to get into the Jenny Craig stuff. That's not you. <clears throat> don't be what you're not. Don't be what you're not. Number 10, McDonald's wings. You're not Buffalo Wild Wings. You're not Wingstop. You're not even Pizza Hut who has wings. Wings and pizza go together. A Big Mac and wings? Absolutely not. High up uh, the problems: high cost, too spicy, and odd appearance. McDonald's has conducted many food experiments like spaghetti, ew, McDonald's spaghetti, and mozzarella sticks. I would eat a McDonald's mozzarella stick, but one product never made sense: the Mighty Wings. Debuted in 1990, these hot wings lasted until 2003 and returned briefly in 2013. They didn't last, however. Most consumers deemed the Mighty Wings too spicy and expensive. Many felt the wings looked like McNuggets with bones attached. That's literally what I was about to say. Is that is that not just a like a a twist on the McNugget, dude? Your nuggets are good. Just I don't understand that. I I just said it about Burger King, dude. McDonald's and Burger King make so much money. Just do what you do. Don't try to branch out. A lot of a lot of companies and people you need to branch out. You're making nine billion dollars. I think McDonald's made like nine point eight billion dollars. As of 2020, do your thing. Make Big Macs and French fries that are way too salty but are freaking delicious. And have the best soda in the whole country. They do. And just do that. Your, your McNuggets, the way they're made, are probably disgusting. But they, they're delicious. Dominate with your sauces. Your honey mustard is good. Bring the Szechuan sauce back. Just do what you do. You don't need wings. You don't need spaghetti. I mean, even, even something they don't do that they hit on, in my opinion, the filet of fish, the McFish, that's so freaking good. Just stick with what you got. Quit trying to make wings and spaghetti and crap. Number 11, the, oh gosh, more watches, the Apple Watch. Calling the Apple Watch a failure is a bit unfair. Many people like the smart watches, and the company just unveiled the next generation. The Apple Watch didn't sell well, however, and consumers still aren't completely on board with a smart watch that requires a smartphone. The jury's still out on this one. That's kind of what I was just saying about the uh, 
about the Nike Fuel thing was the whole smartwatch idea of you ha- already have a phone. Why do I need the watch? The watch is cool. Now, Apple Watch is somewhat fashionable. Somewhat. One of my managers at work, she has an Apple Watch. It's busy. On, on, a, on a Friday, Saturday night, it's busy. It's loud. She can't pull her phone out. She can click the button on her phone and just whisper into it and text back her boyfriend. And just say, hey, I'm, I'm really busy. I can call you back in a little bit. We're getting killed at work right now. And he gets the message. It's super, that's convenient. There is stuff that is convenient about the watch. It can track your health. That is convenient. But like the Nike Fuel, it's an oversaturated market. And I already have an iPhone. Why am I spending $600, $700 on an Apple Watch? I'm not doing that. Number 12, <laughs> Vine. The problem, a poorly handled PR nightmare. A popular social media network for a period of time, Vine wasn't a traditional failure. As a sort of Twitter for video, Twitter actually acquired it. But Vine couldn't make it with the likes of Instagram and Snapchat before more popular... Or, of Snapchat... Well, I can't read. But Vine couldn't make it with the likes of Instagram and Snapchat becoming more popular. It was canceled in 2016, but still exists in the form of Vine cameras. Um, Vine... I said from the very beginning, I don't really understand Vine because you can just put that stuff on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. You can just put that stuff on your stories. You can find a way, if, if Snapchat and Instagram and stuff would find ways for you to edit like that, like the way you could with Vine, that they could just steal Vine. And that's basically what they did. So, yeah, I mean, Vine made some very great creators, by the way. The Noel Miller, Cody Co. duo, that was because of Vine. So Vine definitely had its place. But yeah, that... Made 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 bank off of it. I can't say it's a failed product. You made a lot of money. Number thirteen. Number thirteen. United Airlines. Oh God. I don't want to get into airlines. The problem: a poorly handled PR nightmare. This isn't a product per se, but it is a service. United Airlines deserves a spot on this list for violently hauling a 69-year-old man off one of the, its flights to make room for company employees. The incident was caught on camera, and United suffered one of the biggest PR fails of all time. It's been hard for travelers to forget the images of a bloodied, concussed man being dragged off a plane by police officers anytime soon. I actually remember that in the news. Um, that was that. That's a poorly handled PR nightmare right there. That it's, it's just a bad look. Bad look. Number 14, 3D television. Dude, before I even read anything about this, I didn't like 3D movies as a kid. I'm not wearing your stupid glasses that we say we throw away. You just reuse them. They literally take those glasses in a bag and just put them back in. They sterilize them, maybe, and reuse them. So I've had God knows who else's face right up on my face. And have you ever taken the glasses off? You'll have a seizure. I'm, I'm not kidding. You Take the 3D glasses off and look at the screen. You'll have a seizure. It's so awful on your eyes. And I don't care about if I can touch the movie. Spy Kids 3D. I like that movie, but I'm watching it in 3D. I'm, I'm, I'm watching it in 2D. I'm not watching Juni Cortez play a video game or live in a video game in 3D. I'm watching it in 2D. And I also hate how like the filming kind of idea where you have to like act, basically make your your movie 3D. Like you have to like, you have to film it as if it's going to be 3D. I don't like that either because when you watch it in 2D, it looks stupid. Like I'm watching Grandpa knock away all the bubbles and it's his hands supposed to be going into my face, but because I'm watching it in 2D, it makes no sense. I don't really understand that. Hello. What's up? What are you doing? You going to sit down here? I, I, I can hook you up for the last 10 minutes of this. Just got home from here, let me hook my dad in here. I don't know if this will do anything to it. 
think you're three. Oh, wait. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I'm already recording. Oh, well. Let me finish this. I, I have like 10 minutes. All right. Um, the 3D television. The problems. High price and mediocre performance. Third time's the charm, right? Not in the case of the 3D TV, which several companies have tried and failed each and every time. It's not even a new technology. It's actually something that's been brought to the market a couple times before the most recent wave of products. People just don't seem to want to watch it. Interestingly, interestingly enough, it looks like the virtual reality is catching on, so we might end up skipping 3D TV completely and going to headsets within a few years. That's assuming Oculus Rift doesn't wind up on a list of, fail of product failures in the future, of course. I never liked the idea of... 3D movies. I was just saying that. I'm talking to my dad now, by the way, which I can't get his mic set up, so it's whatever. So you reckon you can hear me over there? No. No? No, I can't. I can barely hear you, but... No, I hated 3D movies as a kid. I was talking about Spy Kids 3D. They're so blurry. Take those glasses off. You can't see it. You'll have a seizure. Yeah. You can't see anything. No. Yeah. Number 15 of the, uh, the the 15 worst product fails of all time. 47 Ronin. It's a movie. The problems. Confusing script... Production disparities and bad marketing. The 2013 movie starring Keanu Reeves and became and became one of the biggest Hollywood bust ever, according to Variety. 47 Ronin was supposed to be sort of Lord of the Rings in 1700s Asia, with a budget of 170 million, not counting promo costs. The script was rewritten many times, and the release date was pushed back twice. It finished sixth on opening weekend and grossed only 20 million in its first five days. Didn't see it. I heard it was terrible. Wasn't interested in it. It's your favorite movie. Never saw it. Never, ever saw it. So, yeah, that's the top 15 worst products of all time. Um, I was telling, I was just talking about my product that I wanted to invent, but I don't know how to do it. It's basically a thing that shaves yourself. It's like a putty that you put on your face or whatever, and it shaves it. And you can put like your own shaving cream in it, your own water, your own exfoliating. And it reaches both men and women because women can put it on their legs, shave their legs, their armpit, and I have a hairy butt. Just put it right there and it shaves it for you. It's not going to cut you. It's not going to nick you. It doesn't take very long. Yeah, if, if a woman has a hairy butt, that's a good point. You can use it as well. But I said it's a product for both for both people, but I don't know how to make it. Yeah, Over the years. Just having an idea with no way of making it. Really, I mean, that's like watching a fantasy movie. Over the years, I've had good ideas. I can't remember them right now. I've had some great ideas. I've had some great ideas. Um, what's? Oh gosh, what's the? I had an idea a while, like when I was like ten. When you walk in a house, the house would. Yes. All yes, time. that's what it was. When you, how did you remember that? I just remember. When I walk, okay. Here, here was this was my best idea I've ever had. So you have, basically, it connects to your Wi-Fi. So you have something that you put in an outlet. And it's sending a signal out. And it emits to your Wi-Fi. So you have signal. And anybody that is connected to your Wi-Fi, if you're within a radius, with your, if, if you're within the radius of your Wi-Fi, it charges your phone. You don't have to plug your phone into anything. And it completely eliminates chargers. And you never leave your house with your phone less than 100%. Because your phone's charging all the time. Now, if you have an internet outage, you would obviously have to plug your phone in. So just imagine if you were able to do that same thing in your car. Yeah, see? If you had the car and the house, how, how charged your phone would stay. Of course, it would probably emit like some death. Yeah, it'd probably be like some, slowly. it'd probably give you a lot of radiation and kill you. Yeah. But no, my that, that that was my idea. You, and, and you don't have to use Wi-Fi for it. It can be. No, that, that's the perfect idea. Well, or just electricity in your house. 
it it could be no it, it could be you you basically hook it up to your phone like a wi-fi connection or whatever or like a a Bluetooth connection, like a Bluetooth connection. Mm-hmm. You Bluetooth your phone to it, and as long as you're within range, it's charging your phone. Right. So you'll never leave your home with your phone under 100%. That's, that was the other product. Uh, another product. I had another product, but it's stupid. Um, sure. No, it was the, basically, you never have to wash your hands again. <laughs> you just have to. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like this, it's like a soap or whatever. It's like a soap, like a, well, basically hand sanitizer. It's like hand sanitizer, but a thousand times better. Yeah. And it smells really good, and you don't have to ever have to wash your hands, but it actually works. Hand sanitizer doesn't really work that well, I don't think. But, all right, my last topic here, I'm going to wrap this up, is I saw this thing. It's the, uh, another list. I love list. You remember the show Zaboombafu with the lemur? It was on PBS. I don't know why I just thought about that. It was on PBS. Remember the name and the link. It was great. So, 33 people getting arrested for the dumbest reasons you'll feel, you 33 people getting arrested for the dumbest reasons will make you feel bad to the same species. Florida man breaks out. I'm just going to read these these 33 and then I'm going to I'm done. Florida man breaks into jail to hang or breaks out says breaks into jail. He did. A Florida man breaks into jail to hang out with friends. The first people getting arrested for the dumbest freedoms. Yeah. So a Florida man breaks into jail to hang out with his friends. Into jail. He broke into the prison. Just go visit them. Just go. There's a visiting area. Number two. Man stopped to pet some kittens while running from cops. Obviously got arrested. I, I, I understand. I would stop and pet some kittens too. He was probably... Uh, Florida man arrested for tossing gator into Wendy's. <laughs> he was mad about the bad service, so he threw a live alligator into win- into Wendy's. Really had my key, my car key. Ew. A Florida man was arrested for vaping semen. This sounds fake because these are all from Florida. Well, I think it's telling us what Florida's all about. Couple arrested for selling golden tickets to heaven. <laughs> what is it, Willy Wonka? I got the golden ticket, but to heaven. Florida man arrested for twisting two-year-old boy's nipples off. Oh my god! So he gave, he basically gave him a, t- a, a oh god, yeah, he gave him a purple nurple. Florida man shoots sister and buttocks because she baked him a penis-shaped birthday cake. Okay. A Florida man tries to pawn. Yeah, these aren't real. (laughs) These aren't real. It's all Florida. (laughs) I'm still going to read these. They're funny. Florida man tries to pawn stolen jewelry at store managed by a woman whose home he just robbed. She's like, wait a minute. I can hear you when you're loud like that. Drunk drunk Florida man. These are fake, yeah. Drunk Florida man tries to use Taco as ID after his car catches fire at Taco Bell. What? I bet you can't guess where this is. This person's from. <laughs> Florida man arrested for urinating on waitress at nightclub. It may be the same two, three people. <laughs> Ew, I'm not reading that one. So it's the thirty-two. Yeah, now it's thirty-two people. Yeah, these are. They, this is the fake thing where it's all Florida this, Florida that. Like they're all fake. They're still hilarious to read. Florida man bites neighbor's ear off over a cigarette. 
Man. Florida man falls asleep while robbing home. <laughs> Florida, <laughs> Florida man who crashed after high speed chase and punched a police dog in the face had a handcuff key hidden in his rectum, police say. It's pretty smart. Florida man too fat for jail. We're not supposed to make fun of certain groups. We're not supposed to make fun of certain groups, groups including overweight people, but every once in a while, a morally obese person comes along who is so horribly exemplifies every stereotype that's hard to resist mocking. Um, okay. A Florida cop tasers naked burglar who pooped when homeowner pulled a gun. Florida cop faces jail for eating evidence documents in court during criminal case to protect informant. Florida man calls nine one one over misusing or over missing beer so many times he gets arrested. <laughs> Somebody stole my beer. I'm gonna come over here. These are dumb. John Calzos, I don't know who that is. Fake dentistry suspect now accused of kissing patients' buttocks. Florida man reached inside woman and disemboweled her for uttering ex husband's name. Oh my god! A Florida man was arrested as he attempted to cash. A $368 billion check to build an under, underwater restaurant. That'd be kind of cool. Accused Florida man says his cat downloaded... Okay, not reading that. Cat me? It was that felonious cat. A Florida woman calls 911 after McDonald's runs out of McNuggets. Florida women drop live streams. Live streams her drunken crash gets charged with DUI. That might be real, actually. Ew. Woman stabbed her boyfriend. Where's she from? Florida. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'm not reading the rest of these. These are stupid. There's some that are good, but some of them are very inappropriate. Yeah. And some are very inappropriate. So, yeah, well, apparently that's that fake, like, you can make a fake whatever, and they're always Florida. <laughs> Florida, man. Oh, gosh. Um, all right. Oh, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm at like 45 minutes. You can find me. I'm tired. You can find me on Snapchat, Kyler underscore drum 21. Um, Post the links to the podcast there. You want merch? Message me or Aaron Aaron Cross fifteen on Snapchat. Kyler underscore drum twenty one. Go to ifilmcinemas dot com. Uh, check out patreon dot com slash nynp. Join our Patreon. You get cool stuff. Discounts on merch. Episode with just my dad. It's pretty cool. Um, AOC season six. KSO. The scheduling for the KSO is real weird. Um, just. When they come out, they come out. Um, I think that's it. Aaron, you got anything for us? Cool. All right. Well, hopefully I have a guest on Tuesday because I feel like for viewers this might have been extremely boring. Or you enjoy just me. Probably not. But um, I'll be here on Tuesday. I'll have a guest with me. Um, hopefully I can tell some interesting stories. If I have the guests that I want to have, we can tell great stories. Hopefully they show up. Not a shot. I'm just saying hopefully they show up. All right. I will see you all on Tuesday. And hopefully you're wearing a mask still. See you Tuesday.